we're back. Kicking in the second half, Kish YZ. We got you another episode. This is episode 16. 16. Episode 16, who? Uh, I'm your boy, D. I got Groot and Hugh. Say what up, Hugh. Hey, what's up, everybody? Everybody know my name. How they know your name? Ring the bell. Ring the bell at the hallway. Copyright. Sorry. You know what we're bringing with them today? We got a counter to uh, yesterday's episodes, which I said were episode 14, but they were actually all episode 15 in different segments. Uh, Today, we're bringing the overrated players. We don't have a top 10 list. We're just doing, I guess, what started out as 10. Uh, We're just going to get straight into it. Overrated players that we think are in the league right now. You want me to go first, Hubert? Yeah, let's hear it, bro. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, these, I don't know hey, how these are in, these are in, these are in these are in no particular order too. By the way, we just we just yeah, broke down five guys. So, just the back so we might nope. overlap. We might overlap. We didn't even discuss who we got going. So yeah, we just gonna roll with it and see what happens. That's right. It's this authentic. Is all, it's authentic, man. It's straight. This is straight all wrong. Minds. All raw, straight. We don't know what what each other's got on their list. There's probably some overlap. Uh, you might see Hugh drop his jaw a little bit. Might even uh, dislocate probably, his probably, down. Man, you about to put somebody on there that I ain't gonna agree with. So yeah, agree with these nachos. Uh, let's yeah. go. Uh, Blake Griffin is who I got. I'm gonna start off with Blake Griffin. Well, he's on my list too, bro. I mean, I want you to respond. Oh, he's on your list. That's crazy. I like that. Yeah. Uh, right, I'm gonna yeah. tell you why I have him on my list. I have him on my list because of what people were saying when he uh, made the move to go to Brooklyn. And how people were talking about, oh, man, yeah, now you want to go to Brooklyn as a fourth option or a fifth option. Um, I think that might be overrating his talent uh, with what he has left in the bag. I think, yeah, as a four or five option, yeah, that's definitely a fit for him. But, I mean, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not believing it. I don't know if he has that much in left in his bag to make a huge impact when it comes down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's getting up there in age. Um, yeah, my biggest thing, it wasn't it wasn't more or less Brooklyn. It was more, well, I guess some of it is. Um, I mean, I, first thing I wrote, not near worth uh, the money that uh, he was supposed to be making in Detroit. Uh, I think it's smart that Detroit got rid of him. I think it was crazy from the get for them even looking to trade him because the team would have to be uh, out of their mind to pay him uh, what he was due. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, um, he's extremely injury prone. Um, you know, the dude hardly ever plays full seasons. I can't tell you the last time he played a full season. Um, and just, just the season as a whole, you know, he played in, uh, you know, Detroit for a while before sitting while they were looking to shop him. Uh, and then now with, uh, uh, Brooklyn, but I mean, the dude's only shooting, um, this season combined 37% from the field. I mean, he wasn't dunking at all with Detroit. So I just mean, yeah, I mean, his game ain't near what it used to be. Uh, he's on the downfall of his career. I don't think he's in his prime anymore. I don't see him ever making another all-star game or something like that. And, yeah, he went through a team. Uh, you don't you know, see him making another all-star game? No. I'm just messing with you. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah. see him making it either. <laughs> maybe yeah, the, I mean, maybe maybe we'll see him in the, you know, the big three league where it's 3v3 yeah. down the road. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, the dude, I, I'm not going to say he's totally washed up or anything, but I just think when you still think of his name, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, however many um, – all-star, uh, all-star, um, you know, all-star teams, you know, dunk contest champion. The dude didn't have a dunk in the league for like two, two years. 
I mean, it's it's crazy. I know he's dunking a little bit now uh, with Brooklyn, but I mean, yeah, the dude's just, I'm not going to say totally washed up. I think he still has a little bit and can help Brooklyn a little bit. I think his vision uh, is pretty good. I think he's good at, good at passing the ball, but that's about it in my opinion. Um, you know what I think about when he came back or came to Brooklyn and he started off scoring his first points on a dunk? You know what I thought about that dunk? It's a shot in the face to Detroit is what it is. Overrated and a shot in the face. Overrated. I mean, people were talking about the dunk because, yeah, he hadn't done one in so long. And, yeah, you just want to all of a sudden, let me see if I got the knees. And um, I don't know, maybe Brooklyn was holding their breath like, dude, we just picked you up. You sure you oh, – okay, okay. Don't do that anymore, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just think, you know, I'll, when you hear his name, you still think of that elite player that he once was, dunk contest champion, uh, NBA all-star, and he's just not that anymore. And, and he – uh hit a downfall pretty quick, uh, in my opinion. It's not like he, like, didn't – I just feel like he went from, like, really good to, like, not very good and, and really quick. Like, he didn't have – well, once, once he hit the top, it just, like, went down quick for him. So He went from dunking the ball a lot to shooting more threes and stretching the floor out, trying to stretch the floor out. He went from, uh, like, just a posterizer uh, power forward to a uh, ball distributor, three-point shooter. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so I just think he's overrated. I agree with you there. I mean, I like the fit in Brooklyn, but I just think him as a as a whole is overrated. I'm keeping it in Brooklyn, bro. I want to keep it there, and I want to say LaMarcus Aldridge is my next one on the list. Mm. 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 I'll keep mm. it in Brooklyn, too, but I got, yeah, I got yeah. somebody else. Whoa, let's go head to head. Tell me who you got from Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving. Oh! <laughs> mm. Ooh, oh, they did lose that one game where Harden was out against the Bulls. And I had that in the notes uh, from the other day when I thought we were going to do a few weekly. But, you know, he kind of made that up. I think they won yesterday with mm-hmm. just Kyrie. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, they, they won that game. I forgot who they were playing there. But um, – and that's crazy, bro. I just wanted to say LaMarcus Aldridge because, once again, the hype of them getting him, yeah, it's a great move. I did kind of wish he would have went to the Miami Heat could have helped them there, could have had probably a bigger role on the team there. But, um, you know, just, yeah, just because of the hype of all these players going there to Brooklyn, I do think he's a still has some left in the tank. It would be a decent pickup for any team, but a team that more so that he, I guess he contribute more to. I feel like he won't contribute enough here because of all the other players around him. But definitely not overrated with the skill, but just overrated in the – more recent talks and news. Like, I feel like I don't want to get too hyped about, about Brooklyn with all these pieces that they've added. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I agree with you on Aldridge there. I mean, you know, he, I don't, as another guy, I don't think he was, uh, you know, what he used to be. So, I mean, I can't argue with that. I considered him. Uh, I thought about him, but no, uh, I was trying to go with more big name guys here. Uh, more guys that are, are talked about a lot. I put Kyrie, dude, it took a lot of thought. Uh, he was the last person I put on this list because I was debating between a few guys, but I mean, up until, you know, a couple of days ago, he probably would have easily made this list. But I know um, he balled out yesterday. I think he put up 40 or something like that without Harden. So, yeah, but I just mean, man, if you look at Kyrie as a whole, man, yeah, he's not overrated in his talent. Uh, he's he's not at all. I mean, the dude's amazing. Probably the best ball handler I've ever seen uh, by far, if not in, like, the league history. I mean, the dude's crazy what he can do. You yeah, know, he's sure. uh, he's clutch. I mean, he's yep. – I mean, he, he – he, you know, he's – He's got it, but it's just 
it's just I think his whole time with Cleveland, right? He was overshadowed by LeBron, and uh, yeah. um, and then you know when he went to the Celtics, you know he's like, all right, it's my team now. wasn't a good fit. wasn't a good fit. Nope. He didn't play well. The team didn't play well around him. You know, and then you know he teams up with KD, he goes to Brooklyn. But guess what? Then they pulled James Harden, and he kind of seems like the odd man out, the forgotten guy. You know, everybody talking about KD and Harden. I mean, Kyrie's Kyrie. You know, he's gonna make plays. He's gonna put up points. But it's like you went there to you know to be a little duo, and now Harden's in. And you know, obviously KD's gonna get talked about, and you know Harden's gonna get talked about, and that kind of leaves uh, Kyrie as the odd man out. Like we talked about before, things go south um, with with Brooklyn. Uh, KD could, I mean, not KD, excuse me, Kyrie could easily be the one. They're like, well, problems Kyrie, um, and you know he gets shipped out or the blame gets put on him or, or whatever can happen. I mean, the dude, I mean, you can't argue with the stats. He has good stats: twenty-eight points a game, you know, about five rebounds, over six assists. About three three pointers made. I mean, I mean, good numbers. You can't argue with his numbers. It's not his talent. Like I said, it's just his, you know, missing road trips for, um, you know, for for reasons and, uh, you know, his whole thing with the media arguing with them and, yeah, you know, he's I just mean, never he's never it's won. It. He's a winner, but he's never won by himself in my opinion. And he's never been on any of his teams the guy, and and so I just think that that kind of uh, overshadows his his talent sometimes. That's a fair argument there, because like you're saying, you know, when you get Kyrie, you get the extra baggage that comes along with Kyrie. And it's just been the baggage has been building up. You go from one bag to three bags. And then, like you just said, also about him uh, teaming up on different teams where, you know, if he wants to carry team, sure, that's one thing. But then, you know, the intentions were to team up with Durant in Brooklyn. So how can you possibly think there that you're going to be the best one there if that's your mentality? And then Harden comes along and you just basically become not the odd man out, but the third man, you know, as far as the picking order, the pecking order uh, in particular with this team. And then, like you said, you know, you can almost take one of the big three off this team and they're going to be destined to win X amount of games or make it so far in the playoffs. So it's not really a lot there to prove. The only thing you can prove is that, hey, I'm winning another championship, in my opinion. You know, what? what is there for him to prove individually? Like, it's hard for you to try to win a league MVP there if that's what you're trying to do as far as a season MVP. And then we know, well, if they make it to the finals and they win the finals and all of them are healthy, what are his chances of winning the MVP there? If you didn't do it with uh, LeBron in Cleveland, then I don't know how you're going to do it there as well in Brooklyn. So I think it's just a thing of I'm playing with my friends, but I want to throw this out there. I want to throw that out there. I want to say that we don't need to coach. We don't need a coach because we know what we're doing. We can coach the team ourselves, just run the plays through us. It's just that extra baggage. And I definitely agree with you with the, the hypeness. It's, it's like an overratedness and it's not on his game. It's just because you have to consider that uh, basketball is not just, you know, not just them playing, but, what also affects the team chemistry off the court. And, you know, um, I'm happy to see him take part in some of the uh, discussions that he has on like, you know, outside of basketball, like bringing awareness to different things. But when we're just talking basketball in here, which is what we do. Yeah, man, I definitely agree with you on that. Brooklyn seems like they, they we just gained up on Brooklyn. We just started the segment off with that. Brooklyn's overrated. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and not even gonna lie, Harden was a player I thought a lot about, but I'm like, man, while KD's been there, he's been able to carry, he's been able to carry that team. So I was like, he in Houston, one, he'd probably go number one on this list. But uh, 
but with Brooklyn, uh, he's kind of he's been balling for him. And you know, KD's missed a lot of time, and he's been able to to hold that team upright and get them into first actually. So yeah, shout I, out I to the fans of the all list. the other NBA teams in the league. The rest of the twenty nine of teams. <laughs> Now, I want to go ahead and do a quick plug. You know, if you like our videos, go ahead and send us a sub. If you like this video, give us a like at the end. You know, see see if you want to keep hearing what we got to talk about. Uh, sorry to any of the Brooklyn fans. I don't know if we can make that up to you if you're feeling that salty, but we're just being honest here. We're keeping it real and raw. Ain't that right, Hugh? Yeah, yeah, and I ain't going to apologize. I mean, if anybody listens to our past videos, I still got Brooklyn coming out of the East. I mean, I've I think they got it. I just think a couple of the guys are, are overrated by a name standpoint. I mean, you think of Kyrie, you're like, man, probably top three point guard in the league, um, you know, probably top five player uh, in the league at one point, and he ain't even the top two best players on his own team. So I just mean, it, I think his name is a little overhyped, but I mean, the dude, dude's talent is off the charts. I mean, like you said, you you worded it nice. We're not, he's not overhyped on his talent. It's his name and what comes with him and his current situation on the team he's on. Yeah, for sure. And if you go back and look at any of the past videos as well, you will see that I don't have Brooklyn. And if you go and look forward to any more of our videos coming out, I still won't have Brooklyn uh, coming out of the East. So he, I'm, locking, I'm locked in on that wager that we have, bro. Yeah, me too. Give me a name. Kimba Walker. You know what? I Man, I thought about putting him on my list. Nope. Nope. I'm looking because I made this list earlier. He's on my list. I got him. Yeah. <laughs> I got him. I think – all right, I'll, I'll touch on that. I think I have him on the list as overrated because of his fit in Boston. I think he's overrated for Boston. Like, you know, they expect him to do so much, and we hear him as, you know, an all-star player. That name on that roster, like, oh, they got Kimba with, you know, Tatum and Brown, and it's just overrated. I mean, this guy I think would be a better – you know what i like to see? Hey, bro. Hey, hey, hashtag what if, man. I know you're occupied watching your y'all's uh, game over there uh, between no, the Warriors and the Bucks, but, you know, hashtag the what ifs that we talked about in the last few episodes, bro. I would like to see Kimba and Westbrook in New York, bro. I don't know if they can make that happen where they can attain both of those guy, guys, but that would be awesome. It'd just be exciting. I would want to see that. But, yeah, yeah, Kimba, yeah I just have that, that fit in Boston is overrated. Why'd you put him on there? Well, well, uh, I, I I saw some stats for him, and they're extremely depressing. Um, he's averaging his lowest points per game since the 2014 season this year, uh, and he's a big thing for me. You know, he's supposed to be like this all star. I know he's uh, been to numerous all stars, all star appearances, but uh, he's uh, lowest. He's averaging his lowest minutes per game since his rookie season this year, and the dude sits. I think he sits every back to back too. I know his injury history, but I'm like, man, you were, you know, you were brought there to replace Kyrie. And, and like we just talked about, you know, Kyrie, you know, it just didn't fit there, but that didn't mean he, he still isn't an excellent player. I mean, he still did a lot of things for them. It just wasn't a good fit uh, for him in Boston there. But yeah, Kimba came in expecting to, to take over uh, what Kyrie, you know, do what Kyrie did, but be a better fit. And yeah, he just hasn't lived up to the expectations in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, I do think that he is a better fit than Kyrie as far as uh, personality and attitude-wise in Boston and allowing the other two younger members to grow as far as trying to make a big three. But, yeah, once again, you know, they might need to move on from him and see if they could get something else better. I mean, at this point, yeah. I don't know if I want to blame 
Kemba. I don't want to blame Kemba, but as far as the overratedness, I think it just all crumbles because they did not get the big man. We cannot stress that enough. The Celtics needed a big man. If they would have bought in Vucevic, I probably wouldn't have put Kemba on the list, to be honest. I just might have mm-hmm. said in the future that, you know, Kemba might have to take a back seat and become a potential fourth option, but they don't have enough. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's one thing to touch on, too. I do agree that that attitude-wise and role-wise, he's a lot better fit than Kyrie, but I just mean, you know, he was supposed to – I think they all expected, you know, Kemba coming there was huge. Uh, he's going to take over and be what Kyrie was, just a better teammate and a better role player and, and stuff like that, and he just hasn't hasn't put up those numbers uh, that Kyrie did. I think he – I have to agree with you. If they're wanting a trio out of that, I think that's the wrong guard. I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are amazing. Uh, and would have a great trio with somebody else there. I just I don't see Kim as that guy. I think there's a, a lot of overhype when you hear his name, like you talked about. You know, Kimba, you got an all star. He ain't playing like it. Uh, he ain't playing like it at all. I mean, the points per game. Um, I know he's trying to let the young guys ball, but I mean, still lowest since in in seven years for him. Uh, I mean, he ain't even his minutes. I mean, lowest since his rookie season. I mean, that's you know that's low, and you know I just I don't uh, I think he's overhyped in my opinion. Let's move it along, Hugh. Is it my turn or is it your turn? I'd say Kimba. Do you want to double up or you want me to go ahead and go? I'll go. Sure, I'll double up. I don't think these last two, I don't think we'll go have the same ones. Mine are unique, I feel. Hmm, that sounds more interesting than mine. Hmm. But let me, let's hear let's hear yours. You want to hear my next one? Yeah, just say it. Say your guy's name and then I'll say my guy's name. And then you can go into yours. I'll go into mine. You want a low key do or like a high profile do? Because I got both. Both of mine are both of mine are low key, and I have a feeling I ain't gonna like one of yours. So, I mean, <laughs> well, let me yeah. go ahead and give you a high key one. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna knock this out. Uh, I'm already wearing the gear. I'm just gonna shout out Ben Simmons. Bro, I had him down. I had him down on my list, and I it was between him and Kyrie, bro. And I like had the pen ready to write his name down. Then I start looking at his numbers and stuff. I'd be like, man, it's hard for me to play with Philly doing so well, especially with him being missing all them games. So that that's the main reason I didn't put him. I mean, I really wanted to put the dude. I mean, I was the same I think way. He's like, decent. I think he's decent, man. Like anybody too small, he's great matchup wise, bro. Anyone smaller than him, don't you know? Um, it's too small for him. Anyone bigger than him, it's too slow for him. But I mean, his his not being able to shoot. And here lately, bro, I don't know if you looked at his, like, his stats like the last six games, but the dude has scored single digits in like most of them. Like he's not balling right now, at least scoring-wise. He's doing other things, but I, I wanted to put him on here. I was kind of like you. I did not want to put him on here initially, but then I wanted to put him on here so I can kind of fill out the list, give us an interesting talk uh, topic to talk about. But, yeah, like you said, just the inconsistencies there. But some of my uh, perspective on him just kind of dates back to when – you know, I guess his rookie season and everything. And, you know, referring back to our friend Moose, we had talked about Ben Simmons versus Jason Tatum, uh, who would have the better career. And right now, Jason Tatum has let me down so far this year with his consistent or inconsistent production. But I said Tatum because I said Ben Simmons, uh, if he does not develop a three-point shot, he's going to have the most consistent career as far as over time, you know, you know, maybe the first 10 years. I think, you know, what you see is what you get with Ben Simmons. You're going to constantly see that. And we do see that. He gets triple doubles here and there. But then, like you said, sometimes he's just a single-digit guy. 
um, just depending on matchups or what he's doing for the particular day. But Jason Tatum is just that type of player that I see evolving more and becoming more and pushing himself more. Um, so yeah, some of that just kind of dates back to that, but yeah, it's kind of, actually kind of hard to argue Ben Simmons being on this list because of where Philly is. And obviously he does contribute to that. I mean, this is a guy they potentially were talking about or rumored that would be traded him or Embiid or both, but I'm kind of glad that they stuck by with it. There are two young stars there, but yeah, I just want to throw him out there because I feel like at times he could be overrated. Um, maybe sometimes when it comes to like the all-star you know, game as far as him being selected, maybe over some other players. Uh, I mean, I see him kind of as a big forward, but, you know, he's got great vision. So I have to give him that. And he's good at what he does. Um, I mean, he's just a really great role player, maybe not to the extent of Rudy Gobert, but yeah, it was kind of hard. I, I thought maybe we would get into this a little bit and kind of argue over it, but I'm kind of feeling like you are like, yeah, you want to write them down, but you're not sure because it's hard. Uh, to argue what based off the results that we're getting so far this season, but I did put them on here, so I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with you on that. I mean, he was super, super, super close to making my list. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, I think his lack of outside shot. Uh, I I agree with what you said, man. I think Tatum has a lot more potential, a lot more upside. But yeah, I could see uh, Simmons just kind of being consistent and that be all he remembered for, you know, an all-star player, but just consistent, not nothing jump off the, you know, jump off the, the, the page at you, the table. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's a good way of putting it. But I want to make a quick plug in for our last episodes on uh, underrated, bro. You know who I'm thinking about? Who? Tobias Harris, man. Underrated. Yeah. 100%. I think it's because it's like he's like a third option, but he's technically like a second scoring option. Like it's just kind of like would this dude be an all star um, because he has all star potential, but it's just like the situation he's in. But he's definitely contributing to the team. So I feel like he doesn't get enough attention. Uh, so I feel like he's underrated. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's a good. That's a good one right there. I didn't think about him last night. Okay, but, yeah, give um, me one of yours. My next one, Kyle Lowry. Overrated? Yeah. He won a ring, bro. Bro, okay, he did win a ring. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. I mean, he was on the trade block, right? They were, they were uh, open to shipping him, but uh, I think the 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 team that were closest to getting him was the Lakers, but they wouldn't throw in uh, Horton Tucker. Uh, I, I think wish Philly would have got there. him. I wish yeah. Philly would have got him. Yeah, and and on another team, maybe I I don't think he'd be overrated. My thing, right, Kyle Lowry. He's loved in Toronto, man. A, a fan favorite in Toronto. Been there for a while. Um, my thing is, when DeMar DeRozan was there, he was overshadowed by DeMar. Then DeMar left, Kawhi came. He was overshadowed overshadowed by Kawhi. Now, Kawhi's gone. He's overshadowed by Van Fleet and Siakam. I think you think of Kyle Lowry, you think of, you know, uh, he won a, won a chip. Um, he won. Uh, he'd been an all-star game. You know, he he's that type of guy. But it, it goes back to Kyrie a little bit what I'm talking about. I don't think he's near Kyrie's talent level, but I mean, he's never been the guy. And when you hear his name, there's so much that comes with his name. You know, you just hear Kyle Lowry. You're like, oh, you know, well, one of the best point guards in the league. And I, I don't think that that it's it anymore. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't, he's never been the go-to guy. Uh, let me, with Toronto, let me give my you opinion. a comparison for, for him. You know how I tell you that Jeremy Grant is like a poor man's Tatum. Yeah. 
Kyle Lowry is a very rich man's Patrick Beverly. Yeah, and, and yeah. on the defensive end, and you know he yeah. can shoot threes occasionally, and he gets it done. He motivates his team. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's a lot like Kyrie. I'm not going to say Kyle Lowry's not he's not um a talented player. I mean he really is, but it's like you hear his name, you think a number one option. I, I right now he's their third option in Toronto, uh, in my opinion. And and I see, so I see, you know, there's still a lot that comes with his name. So I see, you know, why they're open to trading him, and and I, yeah, I wish a trade would have happened. I love to see him be a probably a number two option for a team, and uh, what he could bring. But um, yeah, you know, it, it's a player I've never really thought about until I was doing research on a lot of the people's overrated uh, players in the league. Just you know, getting some people in my mind. And uh, oh, yeah, speaking about that, Tobias Harris was on somebody's overrated list, and I was just shaking my head on that because I agree with you; he's more underrated than overrated. But uh, they had him on on overrated, so that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, but, yeah I don't man, like that. Just, I don't like that. It's just. Yeah, it's Lowry. You know, he's a he's a winner. Um, he won a chip. You know, and, he, and he's a he's a great role player now, in my opinion. But yeah, he's just his name. I think it, it's just pretty big. And you know, when you hear his name, you're like, oh yeah, man. You know, all star, uh, won a chip, all that kind of stuff. And in my opinion, you know, he's just never been. He's been behind DeRozan, been behind Kawhi, been behind Van Fleet and Siakam. It's like never been his team uh, to run, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's interesting. I like your perspective on it because I like to see what your view is compared to my view. I actually don't see him as being the number one option, I guess, because I don't feel like he's tried to be that. Like, I see him as, yeah, the number two option, obviously, with uh, him and DeRozan, but never the level of, you know, uh, a Clay Thompson to his Steph Curry. And then ever since they won the chip, yeah, I, I see Fred as more of the future, uh, if not you know, Siakam. So, you know, currently I've seen him as a third option on the team. Like, yeah, like you say, he's an all-star. You touched on that, but a former all-star, but you would think that, yeah, with that, that name title, you would, uh, or the title to your name that you would be more of a high profile player on your team or somebody, like you said, that stands out a lot more. Like, yeah, I've never really seen him as a Chris Paul. And maybe that's just me. Like I've never given that guy that much of a hope. Like I do think he's a great player i'm not taking any you know credit away from his game i just never perceived him in that type of of role or just you know a top 20 player in my opinion like i think he's just really good at what he does and if you put him in the right situation he's a great a great option it's almost like where you put drew holiday and so if i actually see drew holiday above kyle Lowry, it's crazy but it's like you know you put drew holiday on the team with two all-stars yeah same thing with Kyle Lowry, in my in my opinion, that's how I see him. Yeah, so, yeah, um, and I, but I understand and, and why I agree you with you there. I agree with you there, but one thing, you know, if you're a fan, and and we're not even a, you don't even have to be a basketball fan, but if you just have somewhat knowledge of basketball, you know some names. You hear the name Kyle Lowry, and then you hear the name Drew Holiday. I think a lot more people are going to know who Kyle Lowry is uh, yeah, than Drew Holiday. Point. So I just think I just think he has more, you know, um, notoriety when it comes to his name. You know, maybe some of that winning the chip. Or you know, um, you know his uh, Drake's love for Kyle Lowry, or, or whatever it is. Um, so I just think you know a lot more people. It, just his just his name, I think it's bigger than Drew Holiday. I like that how you compared them though. I do like that, but it's just Kyle Lowry. I mean, yeah, maybe he don't want to be the number one guy, and, and that's fine. But I just think his name is it's, is it's pretty big. Too much. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's how I feel. For you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Raptors though. Shout out to cousin Fred. 
yeah. every time we mention uh, yeah. Fred Van Fleet. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so you got one more, right? Let me, let, yeah, let me, let me, let me, I got a little bit cooking for this one. Wait a minute, wait a, a minute. Bit, I've been okay, excited for I this got, one. I got two more because I got a bonus. So let me get out the small guy real quick and then I'll you, get, all right, back get it out the way. Just let me handle this. I got one of your former dudes. Uh, you got it. One of your former dudes, one of your former Golden State Warriors. Any wild guess? I know who it is. Who it is? D'Angelo Russell. Ooh, no, that's a good one though. I'm not going to yeah. put him on the I'll list you because he has been hurt this season. I don't want to do that to him. I'm respecting him. Uh, you know, he's not Kelly Oubre. Uh, I like Kelly Oubre, but we all know Kelly Oubre this season. But, no, it's actually Harrison Barnes. Her- I mean, mm. I know he doesn't get talked about a lot. So, it's like, oh, how can Harrison Barnes be overrated? Uh, the reason why I think that, Harrison hey, Barnes shout is overrated out, hey, is – Hey, he balled for us, though. Shout out, shout out him when he was with the Warriors. Yeah. He balled for us. And, and he was one of the reasons, in my opinion, why y'all lost the 2016 chip is because you didn't have him. But, you know, or did you have him? I can't remember. I thought – I, I thought think y'all he left. No, I think he left. I do think he left. Yeah, I think – was that the year he went, like, to Dallas or whatever? But anyway, so. um, you know, y'all upgraded from there and got Kevin Durant to replace that spot. But anyway, um, yeah, Harrison Barnes, just because I expected him to be to be a lot more when it comes to contributing to um, the Sacramento Kings. And sometimes he's had some big games this season, but not all the time. So it's just a little bit of inconsistency there. But I feel like it's an overratedness because, you know, one of the contract that he's got and two as far as – you know, that contract versus his output and consistency level for me, it's not, it's not enough going on there. Um, but like I said, yeah, he's not another guy that you hear a bunch about as far as to be overrated. But for me, I put him as overrated because I feel like he can be appreciated a lot more, but then it's just like, every time I want to appreciate him, especially like this season and last season, or basically anytime he's been on the Kings, I'm like, you know what? I'm overrating him myself personally. Because, like I said, when y'all lost him, I felt like that you lost a big chunk of your team, even though he wasn't an all-star caliber player. But he just – he contributed uh, with, you know, some of his three-point shooting, but definitely on the defensive end. So, yeah, that's just a small guy I wanted to throw in there. So, he was kind of like – he's like an honorable yeah. mention, but I wanted to go ahead and get him out the way. So, honorable mention of overrated players, Harrison Barnes. If it doesn't make sense to y'all, that's fine. It made sense to me in my head, so I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, this, this, my last person I have to talk about first person I wrote down one that popped up easy, easy in my head. Easy peasy. I've never, wait a minute. Never you already, whoa, whoa. Cause you already touched on James Harden, bro. It ain't you already Harden. touched on James Harden. Hey, let me tell you this. Surprisingly, it ain't Russell Westbrook either. Why would it be, man? You hey, guess. what you got to say about you Russ, bro? What you got to say about Russ? Hey, you knew I you knew I talked about maybe putting him on here, but no. Nah, nah, that's because you nah, played for yeah. the Rockets and you didn't like James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. But it's uh it's a player who a lot more is expected out of him and and whenever he gets the opportunity, he ain't a number one guy, but whenever he gets the opportunity uh to to showcase his talents, I think he lets everybody down time after time. Uh, I think the dude's trash. I ain't even go cap with y'all. Uh, man, I like yeah. this buildup. Keep, keep giving me some more hints. Like, yeah. uh, this is intense. Any more? Or are you, I mean, you ready to release? Plays, plays, for, plays for a team I'm not very fond of. Dang, bro. Supposed to be the supposed to be a third option for him. And and uh and he ain't he ain't cutting it when it's his time to shine. That's all I gotta say. You can tell by the by the slip in the standings. It's Kyle Kuzma. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's a big. I do not. I didn't see that not coming. A fan of Kyle Kuzma. I know you're not a fan. I, you said that to me like once. You don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So here, so here's the thing. I know you didn't like his hair Kuzma. when it was. Um, All right, the dude, the dude changes his hair every time I see him. By the way, too. So <laughs> that's that's one thing there, man. Stick a stick a color and go. You ain't a girl, man. Stick hey, bro, a go with it. bro. That's your generation, bro. That's nah, you. I don't. I, no. I, don't claim, I don't claim them. Shit. <laughs> hey, send them out. Hey, man, I'd rather have Kelly Oubre as my forward than Kuzma. I ain't even capping there, man. I'd have worked myself up talking about this. Man. I see your face, man. That Kuzma. expression. If y'all listen to audio only, y'all need to go to our YouTube page. Check us out on Kish Space Y Z K I S H for Kish and look at this. Look at this. He was all worked up. I mean, he, he's grinding yeah. his teeth over there. <laughs> yeah so the dude man the dude has potential okay but he always lets everybody down i'm not a lakers fan he lets me down i want to see him lose but i still can't <laughs> believe he's playing that bad most of the time. i mean the dude hey, right he did he, had, he, he did has so, everything he, he showed some signs a little bit you know when anthony davis first got hurt and he was getting a bunch of minutes yeah what about now i don't know what trash. is he doing now i'll tell you that trash <laughs> trash all right, so let, let's just get into his stats a little bit, right? 12.7 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, 1.7 assists, uh, 2.3 three-pointers, 0.4 steals, 0.5 blocks. So here's the thing, okay? The dude sucks Which on stands defense, out there? The okay? three-pointers? Yeah. The three-pointer. Yeah, what stands out? I mean, the dude's not even averaging two assists, so he ain't, he ain't a passer. <laughs> uh, he looks for a shot. He's a, he's a, he looks for his own shot, which is fine, but you're supposed to be able to make them. Dude can't make them. Probably too busy thinking what color he's going to change his hair to next, uh, if I had to guess. But, yeah, he, he don't get steals. He don't get blocks. I mean, he's not very uh, great on defense, right? I know they brought in Harold, and I know they brought in Schroeder, right? Yeah. But I think Kuzma has always had that expectation uh, since they brought AD to be the third guy, to be right. a, a guy they can rely on, you know, behind those two guys. Maybe, you know, maybe to come in and, you know, average with them guys healthy. You know, they need someone uh, behind those two guys and, you know, maybe average you know, probably 15 to 20 a game, uh, just someone stable uh, there at, at number three, I had to say. And, and at times he – he at times he can do it. Like, he has potential. I'll be watching a couple of Lakers games and he'll be balling, man. And, you know, he'll put up uh, upper 20s, you know, and, and be balling, you know, have a good three-point percentage into the next game. The dude can't make a shot. So I'm not going to sit here and, and hate on him totally because he has that potential. But, man, he's so inconsistent. He reminds me a lot of, of Kelly Oubre. But I'd still take Kelly Oubre over him just because of what Kelly Oubre can do on the defensive side. And, and how he can get that team pumped up. But like Kelly Oubre right now this season is the Warriors' third option. And I take him any day of the week, even if he's putting up zero wow. points over Kyle Kuzma, to be honest. Because wow. you see him. You see what, what Oubre brings. We've talked about this. I mean, he hypes up the team. Uh, you know, him and Draymond, they feed a the team. And he's crazy on defense, bro. That's one thing with Oubre. He's underrated on defense, man. The dude's a baller. And he makes plays on defense. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just with Kuzma, right? Both the guys out. So, I, you know, probably between him and Schroeder and Harrell, you know, they're all three, like, the, the top guys right now. But, you know, Kuzma's been there the longest. You know, he's probably expected the most to, p to pick up the slack, and he hasn't done it. You know, he slipped in the standings, which was expected. But uh, I think they've also lost a couple games that, you know, they probably should have won or probably expected to win. I mean, so, like, technically right now, I would say that Kuzma is probably the number one guy. Uh, you know, he's putting Let me up ask a lot you shots. a quick follow-up question. Do you yeah. think uh, – well, they signed Kuzma to that contract extension uh, this season – do um, you think the Lakers should look in trading him next season? I know they held yeah. off on trading him this year. Obviously, he wasn't involved in that Anthony Davis trade. He was the one player they wanted to retain. Yeah, man. I don't know. Man, they should have kept Brandon Ingram there for that, to be honest. But, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I mean every year you hear his name come up. I know this year they didn't shot, but it's like every year you know his name comes up. I think it's for good reason. I mean, the dude he has potential. I mean, I think anybody can see that. It's just the inconsistency is what gets me, man. And and I like I mean, to see um, him go to like, like uh, the Magic or like Detroit, where he has uh, an opportunity to really be out there on the court more consistently with his role. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that could help him definitely. Uh, doing a team like that. But, I mean, a team like this with with the high expectations and all the attention that the Lakers get, you know, when you when you don't play good, it's it's noticeable. And, and people are going to notice, you know, probably more than they will if you play for Orlando or Detroit, uh, like you touched on. So, yeah, but going there and developing, I think, would help him a lot. I think the dude still has a ways to go. Um, so, like here lately, right, with LeBron now, he's, I think, technically the number one guy. So, I just looked at their last six games, right, um, and three – other uh, last six games, the dude hasn't even reached double digits in points. Okay. okay, and we know he's probably okay. taking the most shots, uh, most shots out of anybody, to be honest. I mean, I've watched, I think, two of the last six games, and I mean, he was just shooting and shooting and shooting. That's why I don't give many assists, too, because he's just he's just shooting. He has a mentality, and that's fine, like I said, but you need to make your shots. But guess what? Uh, in three of the last six games, he hadn't scored in double digit points, but I think in one game, he scored like eight, and then skip yeah. over a game, and he scored like six or four or something like that and the game in between them guess what he put up what's that 30 <laughs> so i mean that's what he's I'm got the potential dude has bro potential. he he's has potential, potential man his you know name what to expected to be a number three guy and then number one with both of them down is a joke and, and he and he should be traded he should have already been traded in my opinion. man in a what if scenario um what if the lakers could pull off a trade next season where the pistons would want to trade for, uh jeremy grant like the Lakers, hey, throw that'd be huge. maybe another guy and some picks. And like you, like I said, you know, you give this guy some opportunity to grow and actually like consistently have a starring role. And in turn, you get uh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, that's huge. I'd do it, man. If I was the Lakers, I'd send Kuzma for Kelly Oubre. They'd be happy about it. <laughs> that's a bit. No, I ain't even joking, bro. That's a big upgrade in my opinion. Yeah, we've seen Ubre this season. We've seen Ubre. He can, he can, he can go off at times. And I mean, but he he's for sure. I mean, day, uh, game. Uh, sorry, I don't work myself up. I can't even talk straight. He's uh, a <laughs> per game better on defense. I mean, Ubre, he ain't just like good on defense one game and not the, not the next. I mean, he's consistently a lot better on the defensive side than the offensive side. So, uh, but he's another guy. You know, not going to get uh, many assists just like Kuzma. But I mean, the dude, he rebounds it. I think he's averaging. Uh, you know, Kuzma does rebound a decent, but uh, I think Ubre averages another rebound a game or something, and then definitely uh, better on the defensive side and, and a vocal leader uh, to that team right now. And I don't think uh, Kuzma is. So, yeah, not trying to co- compare him to Kelly Ubre, but uh, yeah, I just think Kuzma, man, his name is, is talked about so highly in the league, and the Lakers didn't trade him in with the AD trade. And, you know, they act like they have so much faith in him and, and stuff like that. And I just think it's dumb. The dude, like I said, three of the last six games, not even double digits in points, being a number one option. That's like Curry, man. That's like Curry putting up 40 a game. And then uh, the next two games, uh, I won't even say teens because that's really left for him or uh, single digits. But that's like putting up, you know, 45, 50 one game. And then then, then two games are on that, not even putting up like 15. I mean, it is crazy, man. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, yeah, like it's you great said, to have potential like option. that, but you need consistency. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely got the opportunity to do it now. And, you know, no time like the present when it comes to their situation. They're looking for somebody to, to take on that role. You would think he'd just jump on it and kind of go with it. But like you're saying, he's putting up a lot of shots, so he's trying to figure that out. Like, hey, I want to do this, but the shots definitely have to go in. 
What's going on over there, Hugh? I see a big expression. Yo, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to. To. I don't know what. I'm, I'm gonna need to rewind it. Man, we was down right. We was down seven with two minutes left. To the Bucks. And, and yeah, to the Bucks, the Warriors. And then I, I start getting in on Kuzma, and and then I just look up and we're up one with thirty seconds left. So. In the whole game, or just the third? Yeah, quarter? the whole game. So. Wow. Yeah, I don't he know what really transpired. Must have worked up Kelly Oubre. I saw Oubre just yelling over there on the side, so he's out there. I mean, they got Looney out there. That's a, uh, that's a joke of a player in his own. I should have put him as my honorable mention, but a dude don't even average a point a game, I don't think. So I don't know the point of throwing him in there. Yeah, sorry, hey, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was just underrated shocked. Underrated or overrated, Hugh? <laughs> Man, he's one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Nah, get him out of here. I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Draymond at the five or old Joe Ingles' cousin uh, in the five four. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Ingles. Shout out to Utah Jazz again. Shout out to our boy Dijon, the All Star, bro. <laughs> I like how you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, sorry to go off topic. Let, all right, let's hear. Let's hear your. Now, I like when you go in. I'm sure the viewers like it too. Hey, leave in the comments. Do you like it when Hugh goes in and gets real okay? Hey, hey, real quick, real quick. Just your opinion. Your opinion. You're you're making. You're the Lakers here. I'm just, I'm just curious on your perspective. Ubre or Kuzma? I mean, you make a valid point there with the. Uh, uh, Ubre's defense, you know, when it comes time for like this, you know, to put up a lot of shots, I think Kelly Ubre would do the same thing. You know, hopefully it goes in, but he'd definitely be taking the shots. Uh, defensively, I do like Ubre's defense. And I was an Ubre fan back when he was in DC, all for real. Like he was almost like basically my favorite player for the Wizards at that time uh, before he he got traded off from there. But um, yeah, man, I, I do like Kuzma there. I, I like, I personally like, um, Personally, like Ubre, but Kuzma, I like his length. So at times he could be very effective depending on matchups. He's just a very matched up base guy. Like it just depends on what team he's going against, in my opinion. Like I do notice a lot with Kyle Kuzma. He's the type of player that uh, when he's in the game, he gets very competitive and he gets like that tunnel vision. Like whoever he's guarding, if that guy scores him, like nine times out of 10, I see him try to get the ball back and score on top of that guy. Sometimes it just doesn't work out in his favor. Like I've seen the matchups in the games where he's playing against the Denver Nuggets and MPJ drops a three on him or something. And he's got to go right back at MPJ. And sometimes he gets blocked because of the tunnel vision. And it's not necessarily blocked by the person that's defending him, but just to help defense because that's mm -hmm. just, oh, I, I got to score on this guy. Like he just takes it so personally. So, yeah, it's yeah. just um, – yeah, I see why he could be overrated. Like you said, he had the opportunity to be the third option, and now he's has the opportunity to be the number one option, but he's not living up to the hype, bro. Maybe he should try a different color of hair. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for getting in on him like I should. He's a number three option, but, I mean, still, it's just all I hear is how good Kuzma is, and I don't see it. Man, I hope – I could see it one life. day, but as of right now in his career and this season, definitely with him – have all the opportunity in the world to score as many points as he can and develop his game, it ain't happening yet. I mean, it could be the pressure of playing on that type of team. You know, we saw the effects of Lonzo Ball. Send him, send him to Detroit. To, yeah, I mean, I would like that. Uh, like I said, Lonzo Ball. He could put up 50 shots a game for Detroit. New Orleans and, and Brandon Ingram becoming an all-star the first year he's down there. Of course, I think he has uh, the greater talent over Kuzma, but yeah, send him to Detroit. I mean, I think that would be a cool what-if storyline of, you know, Detroit trading Jeremy Grant to the uh, Lakers and uh, in return, they're getting Kyle Kuzma, maybe another player and, and and some picks from the Lakers. And Kuzma can kind of do his thing there without that added pressure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But let, let's let's hear. Let's hear your last. Let's warm it up, Hugh. Let's warm it up. It better not. It better not be what I think you could put. All right. Let me give you. All right. You want to give a guess? All right. You're kind of occupied. Let me just start out and saying like this guy was like a low profile player when he first came in the league, turned into like more of a high profile player. Um, you know, has good times. Definitely had a bad time. Um, you know, this is this is the guy people talk about. He's a high profile player. He gets he gets in the news. He gets it in. He gets it in. I ain't gonna lie. East or west. The the talent is there. Whatever conference you want him on. He's played on both. Fair enough. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to give you some hints if you want to try to guess at this thing without giving it away too soon. Hey, I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna do a shout out real quick. Shout out. We were just talking, we were just speaking on him. Shout out. Ubre went up seven seconds left. We were down one. We were down one and he got fouled. Who? He has 18 points. Who? Ubre. Oh, he just made both his free throws. Now we're up one with seven seconds left. So shout out. Hey, clutch there. Just knocked them both down. We were down one. He knocked them both down. We're up one with 7.7 left. I want to feel the energy in the in the rest of this podcast segment, bro. Oh, uh, if we Did lose, you take a guess? Pierre. Did you hear anything uh, I was talking playing. about? Yeah, he started. He came in not too big, but now he's got big. People talk about him. Um, he's been in both conferences. Is it? Is it? Is it? I can't remember if he came in the league big or not. Is it Paul George? No, sir. Is it Kawhi? Yes, it's Kawhi Leonard, bro. How did you guess that? Because ah. he's overrated. Uh, I don't huh? think so. I mean, I maybe was gonna slightly. Give you maybe hint. slightly. I was gonna say it's your second favorite team in the league behind the Warriors. I, I know you root for the Clippers sometimes, huh? I would have got it then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Kawhi Leonard for sure. I mean, part of this comes off the last season and the season before. Like, you know, you talk about a guy who's won and who's been there and who's been in MVP uh, discussions. But like I said before, when you talk about where he's been uh, with the teams that he's won with, when he was on the San Antonio Spurs, he won with you know like three Hall of Famers there. And then he went to Toronto and, you know, they were basically the best team in the East record-wise, like the season before when they had DeRozan and then LeBron leaves and you're just expected there to fill in DeRozan's role as far as being, okay, a better ber version of DeRozan. But, you know, everything else on the team remains the same. Let's see how far we can push it. And then he goes against the Golden State Warriors. And granted, you know, you can't help the outcome of who makes it to the finals or how they made it to the finals. But, you know, he made it and he beat y'all. Um, you know, with Kevin Durant being out and then Curry got hurt, Clay got hurt. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to discredit their championship win. He definitely uh, played a big part in that. But since then, going to the Clippers, Hubert, going to the Clippers, you know, expecting to do big things in the Clippers, requesting to have Paul George by, him, by his side, you know, basically had the team set up to the way that, uh, you know, he wanted it because he knew where he was going. He had the opportunity to basically go anywhere in the league. Um, and then if it came to money, there was plenty of teams that could afford him in the league um, that was, you know, on the lookout as far as knowing that he might be an option to pick up. But this guy, man, like I said, I expect more from him. And what what kind of did it over for me was after he won the championship with Toronto. You know what the narrative was? You remember that? Best player in the world. Best player in the world, man. Best player in the league. Like. He won a chip. I give him that. But one, OK, you're putting him over LeBron. And then another thing is like, how did y'all forget about Kevin Durant already? He just got hurt. 
and now Kevin Durant's falling off the face of the, of the earth. You don't even mention the guy for a whole season. You know, the narrative, the narrative. Uh, the Clippers are going to win the titles. The Clippers are the favorites. The Clippers are the best team in L.A. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the world. Bro, what do you think about that? Back me up here. Are you are you favoring them? Well, well that's a tough subject for me. I've, I've always been, been high on Kawhi. Um, you should be high on Kawhi because he does great things, but he ain't got to be rating him yeah. so high. Did you feel like I he mean, was the I, best player in the world? You felt like he was better than no, Steph? No, no. I, I, I never thought that he was the best player in the world. And I will tell you this, with a healthy Warrior, with a healthy Warriors team, uh, I easily do not have Toronto winning that chip. So while they I mean, did win it, you know, shout out, shout out Toronto. Team. I mean, right. it, it'd be yeah, hard for Toronto, the Brooklyn but... Nets to win the chip over that team. And even if Kevin Durant played somehow on both teams or, you know, uh, virtually, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to knock on them, you know, they won the chip, but I just think a healthy Warriors team, I think could have swept them in my opinion. Um, but, um, but anyways, yeah, I never thought that Kawhi was, uh, like I said, I've been a, a Kawhi fan for a while now, but I never thought uh, he was the best player uh, in the league. Uh, he's amazing on defense. You know, he, he does uh, things very, very well. I think last year what happened in L.A. put a big – put – no, I don't want to say – how do I word this? It put a dent in his legacy. Uh, you know, you know, he uh, did good in San Antonio. He went to Toronto, actually won a chip. Uh, you know, then he leaves, goes to his own team, brings his own guy in who he wants, and, and they lose the way they did when they were such heavy favorites. So, yeah, I think that that affects um, – affects it a little bit I think that people kind of let off on them uh too easy they kind of just put the blame on Doc Rivers and, and got him out of there and then uh he's obviously wasn't to blame because look uh look at the, the east standings right now but um yeah, yeah that's what I meant look you look in the east the standings in the east right now because I mean the dude's team's in first place but uh yeah so I mean while I'm big on Kawhi and and uh I don't know if I'd call him overrated. I could, I really do see your argument. All right, let me put it I, I do. this. Like, right. I see him as a milder Steph Curry, not with the overall talent, but just the hype. Like, you know, uh, Steph Curry there, when y'all were winning those chips, yeah, he was like the best player on the court, but he wasn't, in my opinion, the heart and soul of the team. That was Draymond Green. And Kawhi Leonard's the same way. They just didn't have a heart and soul out there because he's not a very verbal guy. You know, he doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. So, yeah, he could be the best product on the on the court. But, you know, he'd be great as a number, number two option. He'd be the best number two option in the league. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that you've discussed a lot before on the debate on uh, which player we'd rather have on a team. When we did PG and Kawhi, you talked a lot about um, Kawhi not being a vocal leader. And that that is one thing. But, I mean, the, th the thing with that, in my opinion, I mean, he does it his own way. I mean, you know, all these elite players, they aren't all vocal leaders and Kawhi is probably the, the least one that there is uh, possible. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, you Wait, don't I say wanna, much. I want to get into you, into it with you on this. Like you said, not all of the great players are vocal leaders, but part of being great is not just what you can do on the court. You have to be able to do other mm -hmm. things. That what That's what elevates you above the rest. There are guys in the league that can put up 30 points easily but it's what separates you from the best when you're talking when you put somebody in a conversation as one of the greatest players in the world you have to do something to separate yourself 
from the other great players in the world, in the league. You see what I'm saying? Like you said, he's not a verbal guy. The talent is there. But that that makes a world of difference if you can't lead your team. You have to be able to lead your team through. And that's why I had Jimmy Butler on the underrated list yesterday. You know, when we did that, we both agreed that Jimmy Butler's up there because of what he provides. It's not all about the stats with him. It's about how he motivates his team and gets through it. Kawhi Leonard does not do that. He had drama when he was in San Antonio versus, well, you know, whether or not he should sit out games or play games. He had disputes with Greg Popovich. He wanted to get out of San Antonio. You have to be able to back that up and prove something of the reason why you're doing all these disputes and making all these claims, even if they're supposed to be low key, you got to back that up. I respect, I mean, I respect it. I I do see where you're coming from. Um, I mean, that'd be like Kevin Durant, in my opinion, leaving OKC, going to the Warriors, and they lose the chip. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Like I mean, you, one your thing... purpose to do that is to win, but you but you lost. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not due to yeah. injury. I'm just talking about you're playing and you lose because what you provided was not as great as if they had somebody else there. And that's that's part of the accountability. You You provide a certain piece to a team. So it doesn't matter if it's just points or, you know, stats. It's other things. You have to elevate that team. What makes that team better now that you're on it? I respect it. I respect it. And yeah, I'm not just going to say that. I don't think he should go on this list because he want to chip. Because, I mean, I got um, Kyrie and Lowry on here. I guess the only thing that's different with me with Kawhi is with Kyrie and Lowry, I both said, you know, neither of those guys have been the guy. And and I think especially that season that uh, they won. Yeah, the you felt comfortable Kawhi was the guy. at a number two option. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I would do agree with you. He'd be the best number two option. And, and yeah, I think it, it hurts him in some aspects of not being as vocal. Uh, as he should, and, you know, especially last year uh, with what happened, their uh, downfall in the playoffs. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see – I'm not going to argue with that much. I mean, I see your argument. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he wasn't on my list. He didn't, it wasn't even a player I considered, to be honest with you. But I do agree that, that, that probably that best player in the world talk uh, was, was overhyped uh, a bit much. I probably – at that time, I probably – I put him top five easily. But I mean, yeah, probably like three behind KD and LeBron. Uh, what about Giannis? But, uh, I mean, I know, I, won, the time. I know he won a chip, but what about Giannis? I said at the time. Yeah. Okay. I'm just asking. Giannis, what he wasn't. Giannis wasn't putting up what he's putting up now when they won the chip. Was it? What was that? Two years ago? Well, he won MVP that year, didn't he? Yeah, that was his first MVP. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Yeah, maybe Giannis. I can't really remember his stat line that year. I just remember. Um, I mean, we're top five. I say top it's five, but yeah, number three. best, best player, best player in the world. Yeah, I, I do think that was a bit overhyped just because the dude won a chip. I mean, Curry won a chip, multiple chips, and all they said was he wasn't good enough and couldn't lead a team. So I mean, yeah, just because he won a chip, they were saying the best player in the world was a bit overhyped, uh, in my opinion. Because so, it I looked mean, like he was clearly that much better than all his teammates, and like I said, talent-wise, he was. Yeah, but you look at the emergence of Siakam right after even though he's not as consistent uh, as what we think he should be. But, you know, it goes to show you, um, what was it, last year when we were talking about records? Uh, of course, we didn't have the podcast back then, but we were comparing of how the Clippers were uh, standing in the West compared to where the Raptors were standing in the East. They basically almost mirrored the same record. You lost your best yeah. guy 
and you're still in the top three in the East at one point. I can't remember where they finished, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You basically got yeah, out that's, the a, that's a good argument. You basically got out the playoffs in the same rounds. Yeah, that's a, that's a good argument. That's a valid argument. You get rid of Kawhi and you you don't really replace him with anybody and, and uh you know you're still you're still right there. So yeah, that's it makes it seem like that's... he didn't have that big of an impact, or at least as big of an impact as people thought. Well, I guess the guys around him uh were able to step up and uh do hey speaking it's, of it's, you just spot, it's the you just reverse Kevin Durant effect when Kevin Durant came to the Warriors. Well, they were already in the finals without you. So you going there just boosts it up. So it's the opposite effect here. You know, Kawhi Leonard's there and they make it to the finals. He leaves and his team and his former team end up with uh closely mirrored records and and, and the standings for uh, either conference. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, a little just to, to let everybody know how that game turned out. The uh the Bucks got the ball and Middleton shot a three and uh Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins actually blocked it. And then uh Middleton got the ball. Well, then it went to Pat Donathan, and he shot it and missed. And then Middleton got the ball and put up a shot, and it went in. But the, the clock had expired. So the Warriors, 122 to 121, got the dub. Got the dub. Congratulations. But I would also like to speak on that. Hey, because, you're welcome. Uh, you're, Giannis, welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome, Atlanta. The, ne- the next team down, you're welcome. Giannis was missing that game. He was absent. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the second game in a row. So just once again, shout I'm out missing to the fans. Shout out to the Bucks fans because y'all are doing that without Giannis. That's a lot of points they're putting up. And that's where Drew Holiday is paying off. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Holiday Drew Holiday had a good game. The, and Chris Middleton, I think, put up a lot of points. I want to shout out to the Fillin Lucky podcast. That's F-E-L-L-I-N-L-U-C-K-Y uh podcast or pod. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't mess that up. But it's uh you know, we got Lucky and Big Daddy over there. I did a podcast with them on Tavern Geek, uh, where both of us were featured on that uh, podcast. So definitely check that out over at Tavern Geek um, on YouTube and Anchor.fm and Spotify as well. But uh, yeah, they're big uh, Milwaukee fans. You know, they're out there basically in Milwaukee. Uh, so yeah, like I said, you got you got some hope there because it's not like it was a blowout game and you're missing your best player. And you're almost winning the game. So obviously there, you know, Giannis would have made an impact where basically they probably would have won that game in all aspects. But, yeah, good shot. Good shot. Um, shout out to y'all as far as for the uh, Warriors fans as well, Hugh, because y'all are hanging in there. Y'all are competing. Y'all are trying to definitely stay in the playoff run and, and get there and, and get your seating right. And, you know, right now it looks like y'all probably be in the play in, but. You know, the matchups probably favor y'all either way, uh, whether you're in the 10th seed or, or the 7th seed. You know, you have a good shot if everybody's healthy of making the uh, playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was going to do a shout out to Warriors. Uh, I think it's uh, – I always have, have faith in my Warriors. I'll have, my expectations are always pretty high for them. But I know a lot of people, they didn't really expect them to do much of anything. So I think they're, you know um, – uh, you know, above a lot of people's expectations they had for him. Um, yeah, wanna, you know, uh, guys stepping up. I want to touch on why, because I 
why the Warriors are pushing so hard to make the playoffs because I kind of was under the impression earlier this season that the Warriors shouldn't be pushing that hard to make the playoffs. But now I'm kind of understanding more of why they should make the playoffs. And that's because of gearing up for next season. We know Draymond Green and obviously Steph Curry's made deep, deep playoff runs, making it to the finals, you know, five straight years. But this is going to be good experience for the younger guys. If they're retaining Oubre, if they're retaining Wiggins, you know, and then definitely the developments of Wiseman, being in these playoff uh, settings is a different, a whole different environment. It's a whole different season when it comes to that, especially with the playoffs being seven game series. And I think it's important for y'all young guys and, and experienced playoff guys to, to see that and be a part of that because next year, man, if Clay's healthy and he comes back and everybody else is good to go. Yeah. Y'all definitely going to be probably in the top three in the West for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I ain't trying to – I know I might show a little bias, but, yeah, man, you look at the roster we have now and just assume we keep everyone, keep Clay. Uh, you know, you got Curry and Clay starting. I'd probably move uh, Wiggins to the three uh, next year, um, Draymond at the four, and Wiseman starting and have uh, Ubre. Ubre is a six-man coming off the bench. I think that's big. And the way Jordan Poole is playing this year, uh, when Curry misses in games, I mean, dude's going off. I think averaging like 20-some when, when Curry's wow. out. So, yeah, he's, he's stepping up like crazy. But I think uh, – last 20 games or something. So with some of them Curry playing, I think he was said it was averaging 16 something a game uh, point wise. So yeah, I mean, he's popping off this year. So, I mean, yeah, if, if we can be healthy next year and get everybody back and retain uh, the guys we have now, I think we have a great shot next year. Wiseman keeps developing, getting better. He had a double, double at halftime tonight. So, I mean, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, seems to be developing fine and, and playing better ball. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out that's, to Warriors, man. And you that's know, definitely got, a big step up for Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he was playing, you know, uh, Brooke Lopez, who ain't an elite center by any means or anything. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, still shout out to him. I mean, he was having a Ty Curry for most points in the Warriors at halftime. So, I mean, yeah, it's big. Yeah, and if y'all don't have Ubre off the bench, maybe you have Kuzma. <laughs> I might not be a fan. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I just wouldn't watch him play. Anytime he was on the court, I'd probably cut it off, to be honest with you. All right, Hubert, we're wrapping this thing up. I, I think we covered – uh, like I said, not in any particular order, no top 10, but I think we had uh, Kuzma, my number one. I'll tell you that. I didn't keep check. What do we have? About seven or eight players there. We had, uh, I know I had Harrison Barnes, Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, we both had Kimba, we both had Aldridge and Blake Griffin. You also threw in James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and uh, Kyle Kuzma. Did I cover them all? That's nine right there. Yeah, I actually have a couple more guys written down. You just want I'll just go through and say their names. Go ahead, throw them in. There. We won't we won't talk about them. It's just players I had written down that I was I was considering. Okay. So we ain't got to get into them, but I'll just I'll go through just a, a couple I guess honorable mentions or whatever. Um, Marvin Bagley, um, Russell. Oops. Sorry about that. Um, Marvin Bagley, uh, Russell Westbrook, but uh, it was hard for me to put him on. He's been balling here lately. Um, Carmelo Anthony uh, was one. Not I know. I, I wanted to right. do it so bad because I'm like, man, he could go on both lists. Uh, we're going to have to do a PPF on him or something at some point because he keeps yeah. getting brought up. And I feel like hopefully we're not confusing the, the listeners when they're like, oh, Car Anthony Towns was, was this. But now all of a sudden, within a few days, he's this for y'all as far as perspective. Uh, so we might have to go in on him. I didn't say Carl Anthony. Who'd you say? Carmelo Anthony. 
I totally twisted that around. I literally put words in your mouth. Well, I thought I agree with everything until you said he will be confused. I'll be like, yeah, probably because he's so was so great. And then now, but then yeah, you said that, and I was like, I think you heard me wrong, brother. No, nah, but yeah, Carl. I honestly thought about Carl Anthony too, uh, to be honest. But yeah, I got James Harden like a, we talked about uh, Simmons like we talked about, and then I have Eric Blitzo and uh, Jamal Murray. Oh, I couldn't oh. put him there. He's been balling. He's been balling. We so got to do a PPF but. on Jamal Murray. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets fans. Maybe we can show some love to Denver. You know, we got a lot of love back from the Utah Jazz fans, but with the Denver Nuggets creeping up, you said they're about ready to take over the third seed. Is that right? Uh, or fourth seed? They're, ga- they're a game back from three. Yeah, bro. We're going to have to give some love to the Denver Nuggets, and you need to stop being salty on Jamal Murray, man. That's – You've been I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him. <laughs> you put him on the list. I thought about it. But I didn't do it. Man, I told you bubble fatigue. It's a real thing. Hashtag bubble uh, and, fatigue. And I didn't put him. On these players that we just mentioned, if uh, you know, whoever's listening out there, put in the comment sections if you agree with any of these other players that we didn't go over in detail that Hugh just met, mentioned. Are they overrated or not overrated? Maybe they should be on our underrated uh list. Um, if you're a big Jamal Murray fan. He, I love your opinion. So, you know, stay true. Don't do they, do you. I mean, he's been balling lately. That's why I didn't put him. I tell you, bubble fatigue is a real thing. Yeah, you look out for you. these bubble teams. We're going to do, we're going to have to do a podcast on, on the bubble teams. You know, Miami, uh, obviously Utah Jazz, that's self-explanatory. Denver Nuggets, uh, the Lakers. Teams that are being really affected by bubble fatigue and or bubble motivation when it comes to the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I respect that. Uh, I want to start out with some shout outs to you while we wrap this thing up. Shout out to uh, Micah on Tavern Geek. You can find him, like I said, on uh, Spotify, anchor.fm for the podcast only, audio only versions of his podcast. And he has a channel on YouTube under Tavern Geek. Shout out to your bud 36. Sometimes he's a special guest with us on our podcast here, uh, but you can find him. Uh, he's got some videos on YouTube under your bud 36 and also under the same name on Twitch. He's a big uh, gamer. If you like to uh, watch video games, he streams like Overwatch, COD. I think you, you play with him on Sundays on COD. Um, and, you know, I think he's playing Batman tonight. I think he's just as no, Batman. No, he's playing Zelda. He's playing Zelda tonight. Zelda okay, 2. Batman was on Mondays. He's playing Zelda 2 on hard mode. Uh, but, yeah, check him out. Uh, follow him on Twitch. Great guy. Great community uh, there. Your bud 36. And, um, yeah, like I, like I said, shout out to the uh, Phil and Lucky podcast, uh, Hops News podcast. You know, uh, got a community there under uh, or associated with the Tavern Geek community. And shout out once more to our, our bro, uh, Dijon, the all-star. Uh, he's got some videos on YouTube. He's an upcoming rapper, up-and-coming rapper out of Salt Lake City. Uh, always uh, a proud representative of the Utah Jazz. Hubert, you want to shout out, bro? Yeah, I'm about to have another sub for us. It is my... Oh, my, whoa. Speaking my... of sub, shout out to mom and pops. My mom, my pops uh, gave us, I believe, two more subs. We're over the 25-mile marker hump. I think we're at 26 as of right now. But, hey, more of the merrier. If y'all like these, give us a thumbs up. 
If you want to subscribe, definitely hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bu button. We're putting out videos, what, like four, five, six times a week or, you know. Yeah, we grind Not right daily, now, but probably about, what, seven videos a week altogether. Yeah, well, you got to think. We did three yesterday. We did two today. We're already at five. We've only been doing it two days this week, man. That's true. We took a break for Easter, but I actually had a shoes video. Check out that segment on YouTube. Uh, that's not on our audio only. So if you're listening to that, go to, to our YouTube page on Kish YZ and check out our shoes. Um, also check out our, um, what else, Hugh? PPF, along with this podcast, the Hugh Weekly, the D Daily. I haven't done uh, one of those in a while. And yeah, be on the lookout for a hashtag uh, what if segment on YouTube as well. I think we should do that, Hugh. I mean, we just wanted to have some guidelines because that could be like a six-hour episode there. Oh, we're going to have to break it up. Yeah, for real. Yeah, shout out shout out my dad. He, he about to subscribe. So shout out BDR. Oh, BDR. What up, bro? Thanks for the trailer. Thanks for the sub. I appreciate it. That's all I got. No, no, we ain't going to do this at the end, bro. Yeah. You see people, what, what D like to does, he likes to let me talk and then not say anything, so the camera stays on me. And so I'm just awkward and start laughing. But see, I ain't going to do it right now. My phone's about to die. I ain't going to sit here because my camera's just going to cut out. So, yeah. So I'll give the outro. Yeah, we appreciate we appreciate everybody, um, you know, watching us. You know, it's probably a lengthy episode. Oh, we've been trying to keep them shorter lately. It, it looks like we have the most success with, with the shorter ones. But, yeah, I mean, every now and then, you know, we get going. And we don't feel like stopping. We got stuff to talk about. So, yeah, this stuff is raw. You know, we usually don't go over what we're going to talk about. Like today, we didn't know each other's lists. So we're just doing it raw, man. And we feel like that's the best content. We uh, got a lot of chemistry, me and D. So we just like to go out of here and give, uh, you know, show y'all what we got. And hopefully y'all like our opinion. And, you know, obviously some of y'all like it because we're getting some likes and some views and some subs. So, yeah, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I hope y'all have a have a great, you know, uh, rest of your day or night or whenever you're whenever you're watching this and yeah we'll we'll see y'all uh, tomorrow night. Um, D, you want to give the famous peace and love? Yeah, that's right, bro. Give them to him raw with the shimmy shimmy ya, huh? Yeah, bro, I like it. Thank you for wrapping that up, Hugh. I've been wanting you to do that. Uh, you definitely need to work on an outro. Uh, we're gonna get that down and you can uh, you know say bye to the listeners and I'll give out the final outro. Yeah, we can work on some. Say bye to the listeners. See y'all. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Kicking It in the Second Half. Kish YZ. Peace and love. <laughs>